Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com man that sunset is gorgeous grill patio sunset hard to get better than that unless you're browsing carvana's inventory while you soak it all in oh burger time so sit back get comfortable carvana's got thousands of cars under twenty thousand dollars just waiting for you i could stay here forever carvana where car buying meets comfort meets convenience Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From Vanderpump Rules to motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. All right. Welcome back to Shenanigans, everyone. Today's guest is the new stud of the sea, the most eligible bachelor on Bravo and the talk of BravoCon all weekend long. From below deck down under, please welcome Captain Jason Chambers. Hey, Shana, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Just a little bit of post come down from BravoCon. Right. Have you recovered yet? Did you catch up on sleep? Yeah, I think I, I took a cold there anyway with me from my trip to Vancouver before I got there. So mm-hmm. I, I went in there at about 80% and came out at about 10 <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I mean, the amount of sleep we didn't get this weekend, crazy. Yeah, I know. And that wasn't due to too much um, shenanigans. It was actually, <laughs> it was more towards uh, Watch What Happens Live. It was right. filmed twice for me. It seemed a lot busier for me this year than last year, obviously. I Season one last year, season two, and a lot going on. So we didn't finish till about 12. So yeah. We wanted to get something out of the night, so right. there was a few after drinks for an hour or two, but up early again and into it. Yeah, that's definitely something that we're going to need to talk about because I have never had so many of the same question come in for this podcast. Everyone is talking about Sandoval's rooms, Sandoval's <laughs> after party. So I'm like, okay, there's there's, there's a lot of rumors from this BravoCon weekend. Are we ready to address all of the rumors from this weekend? Let's get into it. Okay, let's get into some shenanigans. But before we get into all of that, there were a lot of women who had their eye on you this weekend. I heard Caroline Brooks from Dubai told Us Weekly that you kissed her straight on the mouth this weekend. True or false? Well, I, I can't remember if it was on the mouth or the or the cheek to say goodbye, but <laughs> if it was on the mouth, it would have been just a, a good old Aussie goodbye, and that's all it was. And, okay. Uh, yeah, we had a good conversation, and actually, she's a very lovely lady. She's very genuine, so it was actually quite a pleasure to meet her. Yeah. So if I did give her a kiss on the lips, it would have been um, well-deserved, but it would have been just a goodbye. Was there anyone else you had a kiss with this weekend? No. No, mm-hmm. no. I um. The funny thing is, like, we are outside of this whole world. I live in the Philippines and Bali. I don't see it. So it's not until a few watch what happens lives that Aisha threw Lala out there. For, right. for Andy was actually asking some questions. And and 
and he she she brought the Lala thing on. And it's not until day one in the foyer of the lobby I met Lala for the mm-hmm. first time. And I'm, I'm obviously going to want to meet these people that they, right. that that the words have been spoken about. But that's as far as it goes. It's just a nice meet and greet. I got to meet her. You know, look, I'm not 25. I'm not like you know, a little Jack <laughs> Jack Rabbit. I'm just I'm I'm just going to want to meet these people that everyone's talking about. Yeah. And Olivia Flowers, I, you know, yes. I, she's very attractive. I'd like to meet her as well. Mm-hmm. But I um, I just, as I pass them, I introduce myself, get a photo, and, and the world goes nuts. Ashley Darby. Ashley Darby. I met her last year. So we had a couple of transportation rides back to the hotel last year a couple of times. Okay. And we have been in contact over the year. Just reached out every now and again. So it was great to catch up with her on the last night and have a few dances with her, which was fantastic. So, yeah, that yeah. was good. It was so perfect, right? When we were at the bar, the band starts playing the song, let's give them something to talk about. Uh, it was perfect. And I was like, yes, give them something to talk about. Dance to the song. But yeah, couldn't it have been was, better. It was such a fun way to end our night. Each night was this live band at our hotel. Yeah. And we just ended up hanging out until the wee hours of the night. Well, I'm a captain, so as much as I, I get FOMO and want to hang out with my crew a little bit, I yeah. really can't be doing that all the time. Right. So, as they go out into the wee hours and explore Vegas to, to the probably till the sun comes up, I yeah. can't do that. So I actually, for you and I and Brock found the perfect solution. Yeah. This little 12 till 2, we got back at 12, 12 till 2 live band um, stage in the hotel. In the hotel, it was um, perfect for us. We, no, it was. We were contained. Yeah. We were laughing our heads off and we yeah. were having a good old rock and roll, which is great. No, it was so good. It was just, yeah, the perfect way to end each night. And I loved that on the last night, I mean, we got someone from almost every show yeah. to join the party. I posted a big group photo of us, and that's where I think people yeah. started talking about you and Ashley because they're like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. He's got his arm around her. Yeah. And you were also brought up, I think, on every BravoCom Live panel, but specifically the Showgirls one because Adriana from Miami yep. said that you guys had a moment, a few moments, and then it kind of dwindled out. It was also really hard to hear on that stage. Right. But then Ashley kind of chimed in and then it was like, wait, and I like Ashley. So yeah. I met her last year at BravoCon as well. But then we finally exchanged numbers and I was like, no, you got to come hang out with us tonight. We're going to be dancing. Here's the live band. But do you want to address any of the rumors that is there going to be a continuation of flirtation with Ashley or Lala or Olivia or Caroline or her back to Adriana? <laughs> well, where, well, where can it go? Um, I'm I'm heading on a plane back to the Philippines again. Yeah. Um, look, Adriana, I was in Florida. She, um, we, we have mutual friends from the production. Okay. Um, and there was talk about me going down to Miami and maybe, um, maybe just catching up for dinner or something like that. And I didn't want to be seen in the whole Housewives moment because I was actually filming at that stage. So yeah. I suggested maybe just a, a quiet dinner. Yeah. So we went for a quiet dinner. Okay. And then a month went past and she uh, we tried to catch up again. Mm-hmm. And I went to her house for dinner and took her some flowers, which I would, as you would if you get invited to dinner. It's mm-hmm. a gentleman thing. And and that's, about, that's as far as it went. And it has been. So very, very simple. But... You know, if you don't go past these people and meet them and 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 try, you never know. Like, yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to be seventy and single. I've got to I've got to go out there somewhere and and, <laughs> right. and go on dates when I can. And yeah. it's very difficult to go on dates. I I'm not on Tinder, so. No, I I don't think you need to be. I think you're doing just fine without it. Just based on everyone was so interested in just getting to know you. Who do you feel like you spent the most time with this weekend? What was your rose and thorn of BravoCon? Give me your experience. Oh, Rose and Thorns. That's a, that's a good one. Um, yeah, look, I think I was good to catch up with the other Blow Deck crew the last night. Mm-hmm. They, they actually organized their own thing. So I did go over for an hour or two with them and saw, and it felt like a little bit disconnected this season. We weren't, weren't all in the same room at the same time, so we didn't really see each other. So that was good uh, the last night. Look, hanging out with you and Brock was fantastic. It was probably the, probably the highlight. Um, yeah, that. As I said, we just took it into the wee hours when yeah. we could in, um, in, a, in a really cool environment, which is good. But I got to meet you and I got to meet more of Brock and I can't wait for that relationship to, to go even further, I'm sure. Uh, the Thorn, um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was quite funny. I, 
Taylor Green from Southern Charm. Oh yeah. I met I met her family, her mother and her friends. Mm-hmm. I actually got on the ride back with them. Mm-hmm. They were so wonderful. They were really nice people. And um, on the way out, the lo- I actually went down on my knees and pretended to propose to oh her. Oh my gosh! Just in front of the crowd, waiting for the yeah. transportation, just to get some more, <laughs> some more gossip going. Give you them know. something yeah. to talk about. Yeah, that's so funny. Well, I like I said, I had so much fun getting to know you, and I was like, it's so funny. There's all these rumors about Captain Jason out there with this girl, this girl, this girl, and I'm like, I felt like he was with me and Brock most of the time. <laughs> totally, totally, <laughs> totally. Like all, all the all the photos you see are, are me walking into Bravo yeah. or out, and I'm going to take these photos with these people because yeah. we want to, you know, we want to meet as many people. Of course. Um, there's so many celebrities at that event, mm-hmm. and I'm not across at all. Like walking in, Lala, even though I met her on the uh, first night. Right. She was in her sweaters and, you know, sneakers. Like when she came in on the third day and she's like, come here. Uh I I probably would have, I might have walked past her. I wouldn't have known she was there. I would have had my head down going going to my thing. And then we next we'll get a photo together. And yeah, so that uh, went pretty viral. Yeah. Who would you say out of all of the ladies you met who stood out to you the most? Oh, that's, that's, that's a bit tough. That's a bit tough. So many good ones. Uh, yeah, well, I, look, I, I, I had a great time with a hell of a lot of people. Yeah, you know, I, I will say I was with with Caroline Banks and mm-hmm. my plus one, my best mate's wife, came with me, mm-hmm. and um, those two got on really well, and I yeah. was talking with them a lot. So I, I really, I found her very genuine. Yeah, and that was nice. As I said, Taylor Green in the car with her mother it was. And her family, it was it was very tough. Yeah. You know, I had some very nice conversations with with some wonderful people. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the best part about these type of events too, is it's like we all get to come together and we may not all watch each other's shows, but that's yeah. also what's great is that a lot of people don't have a preconceived notion about you. They just get to know you for you in person. Yeah. And that's how we build so many friendships and relationships. So... But even Kate and Adriana, like I caught up, well, I was in the green room with them a couple of times and, and Kate, I, I could easily approach and have a chat with and mm-hmm. I, I don't know these people, right. you know, I, but I can easily, they, she came over and sat and we had a bit of a chat, like no one had a barrier up, yeah. you know, I didn't find anyone and I found that last year too. I didn't find people being so, you know, stuck up or anything that they didn't want to actually get to meet me or any of the other b- below deck people. So, totally. So for for us, it's a great experience. And yeah. We're coming from a boat, a work environment that we're actually busy at into this world of yeah. entertainment. And to be, you know, to be allowed to, to come in and, and be introduced and, and, and feel welcomed. Mm-hmm. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty nice for us. Then we go back and hide again. Yeah, you know? I know. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, there are some other rumors that we're going to need to clear up when it comes to uh, the Sandoval of it all. But we're going to take a quick little break and then we'll be right back. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, it's golf. It's not golf. It's top golf. It is one of my favorite things to do. I was so bummed last week for BravoCon 
that we didn't have time to go to Top Golf in Vegas. If you were there, if you were in LA, if you were in an area where you have a Top Golf, I highly recommend it. They have all of the stuff that makes them golf the clubs, balls, tees, turf, ball picker upper, cart thing. They've got loud music. I've seen live bands there before. Giant targets and a giant fairway, giant TVs. And I'm telling you, the best handcrafted food and beverage menu. Like so many good things to try all under one roof. And you've got yourself a good time. You can, you know, go out with the boys. You can have a girls night. You can have your whole family there. It's kid friendly. So come play around, especially on Tuesdays, because they have a whole day each week dedicated to more play for less pay. They do this thing on Tuesday where all gameplay is half price, giving players more reason to come play around. Also, I just want to point out, if you don't golf, it doesn't matter because yes, golf can be kind of hard, but no one is not good at top golf. Everyone can play, even if you've never swung a club before. And like I said, Tuesdays, you get the gameplay for half as much. At Top Golf, we're all about play, but we even have some rules. Half Price Tuesday applies to gameplay only, isn't offered at every venue, and can't be doubled up with other offers or discounts. I mean, it is already half price after all. Full details can be found at topgolf.com slash good as gold. Visit topgolf.com slash good as gold to book a bay and come play around. Factor Fridays back in my fridge. I'm so excited. I just got my new meals. I have had family in town for the last two weeks and this has made my life so easy because I haven't had to think about what to cook them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because Factor has done that all for me. So this holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, convenient meals that keep you energized on those busy, jam-packed days. And let me tell you, whether you're busy, you got family visiting, or you just don't feel like going to the grocery store and cooking and shopping and doing all of the cleaning and chopping, you know, Factor is the answer. They are America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service that will help you fuel up fast, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. And they only take, the best part is, two minutes in the microwave. Two minutes and boom, you're done. You don't have to do anything else. And everything is recyclable, so you're making a good choice, you know, for the environment. This November, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. You simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. And like I said, ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Y'all can head to factormeals.com slash goodisgold50 and use code goodisgold50 to get 50% off. That's code goodisgold50 at factormeals.com slash goodisgold50 to get 50% off. All right. So I think the biggest rumor misleading sort of thing that happened for me personally, which you were a direct part of at BravoCon was hanging out with Tom Sandoval in his suite at the after party. I have never had so many of the same questions come in. It was like, Tom Sandoval, Tom Sandoval, what does Captain Jason smell like? Tom Sandoval, Tom Sandoval, what is he? It was, a lot of people wanted to know what you smell like. Today, essential oils, is that what you said? Yeah, I well, got my little He blend. smells great, I'll tell you that. But it was just so funny how it's like, then there was like, la, 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 Tom, Tom, what's he smell like? Tom, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> so those are the main things people wanted to know. So I'm like, we are going to have to address it. You know, at BravoCon, we all stay at the same hotel. After the Bravos, we all get, you know, shoveled into cars we ended up in the same car with Sandoval to where I felt so bad for you because that night Ariana was really upset about something she heard he said about her in press on the carpet about her supposedly yanking off his lightning bolt necklace and pulling out his inner ears. And right when I saw how upset she was, I was like, oh, I'm going to say something. And I go out of our dressing room and I pull him aside and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Why are you still saying stuff? And I was going off on him. Then I go back in the room and she was like, did you say something? And I was like, yes, I did. And it's just like, it's one of the, he says this way, she says it that way. And I'm just like, it doesn't like Tom also, your side just doesn't even matter anymore. So just like, stop, stop trying to defend it and double down. Stop talking about her, move on. Yep. So then after the Bravos, we all get in the car that it's still kind of continued. And I'm just like, Tom, I'm trying to explain to you why you need to stop talking about her in the press. 
let her heal, let her move on and thrive and just like stop, you know, talk about your band and other shit you have going on for yourself. Just like leave her alone. So then you're kind of in the middle of that. But when we got back to the hotel, Lala was also in the car with us. We're in the elevator. I know y'all had a little moment in the elevator, but then she's like, all right, bye. I'm going to bed. She's not one to really after party. She goes to bed early. She's been sober for a little over five years now. And that's just not her thing. It's a little too much mingling for her. So we started having a great conversation. We started talking about the charities you're involved in, which I absolutely want to get more into on this podcast as well. And we were just having a great conversation so much that... When we were upstairs, we're like, do we go mingle with more people? I know, or... I, know. I had to break away. We're intense into this yeah. conversation. And I was like, I, I got grabbed by my producer saying, you've got to come and talk to Andy and a few yeah. other people, um, a few other NBC people. I said, I've got to go. Yeah. And, um, and then I was gone for quite some time. And I think that's when I gave Caroline Banks a, a kiss oh. goodbye. I, I, met, I met her yeah. um, and I was with my plus one. Oh, no, I wasn't there, but... I, I was with some other people and I gave her a kiss on the lips, apparently. Right. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. But that was fine. And then on the way out, we all heard it out. Yeah. And that was the thing. Right when the party ended, the lights go on. Sandoval had paid extra, I guess, to have this like massive penthouse suite for the weekend, which we all needed to pass to get back to our rooms. So many people from below deck. I mean, there were yep. people from so many shows that were all going to continue the party and I wanted to continue the conversation. We were having a great conversation. But then Sandoval goes and posts a video. Yeah. But I mean, in the video, you see us sitting on the couch. Or Lala. Talking. Was it was it Lala or you? No, she wasn't there. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah. I Her saw, two best friends were there. I don't see any of all this, you know, until we're, I don't think we, I didn't see any of that until the, even after the panel that right. I was on. I was like, what's, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, and I'm trying to catch up with the conversations. I'm trying to catch up with VPR right. going on. I'm like. What happened? I'm I know. trying to put it together on that panel. I'm like, and then it's like if you don't watch the show and you don't know all of the backstory, but then you're like, well, yeah, I was there last night and we were hanging out. Yeah. It wasn't like I was, you know, in a selfie video with Sandoval, like after party. Yeah, there was even a moment when I was there before I left where I was like, again, I just want to emphasize, like, stop talking about Ariana. Yeah. So just because I'm seen with him. It doesn't mean that everything's just fine and dandy. We have a whole season we filmed, a lot of conversations, and there's a lot that the fans still haven't seen. But I will give him a piece of my mind, so I was just trying to do that. But I was enjoying my conversation with you, and that's why we went to the party to begin with. Well, definitely on the drive there to back to the Bravo, you you definitely gave me a piece of mind (laughs) because I was was like, come on. I tried to change the subject a couple of times. (laughs) So... I just wanted to clear that up because I've gotten so many comments like you're a flip-flopper, you're disloyal, if you're a friend to everyone, you're a friend to no one, blah, blah, blah. And I was I, like... Yeah, I, personally, from an outsider... Yeah. ...who hasn't... Obviously, a lot of people understand or know the situation of what happened last season. It's, mm-hmm. it's global. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone, everyone has their lowest points in life. You know, and I think what I've seen on the shows too, like James Kennedy's been a low point in his life mm-hmm. too. And and he's number one now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think when you are number one, that's when you need to reach out mm-hmm. and uh, help the people at the lowest. Yeah. No matter what happened, and I'm not condoning anything, um, no. but anything in life, people do make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And I think the number one thing across the board should be the mental health of everyone involved. And yeah. I've had the same issues on Below Deck. And as a captain, I reach out to the people that are involved mm-hmm. rather than blame them. I'm asking if they're okay. And I think that should be should be watched out for because if something actually happens and um, people don't move on mm-hmm. and get in a better place, if something actually happens, it's going to be blood on someone's hands, yeah. um, you know, internally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. So just be aware of that one. Yeah. And that is a big part of our next season. They showed like a 30-second teaser at our panel And it's like you get one comment here, you see a hug, and it was just like, y'all, there is so much that led to these moments, and it's just one of those where it's like, you gotta wait and see, but I I only went to the party because you went to the party, that was the honest reason. Totally, totally, (laughs) and look, I'm glad glad we we did do that, because if we didn't have that conversation, all that extended conversation in Tom's room, we wouldn't have caught up the next night, because we actually made it paramount that... You, me, and Brock 
catch yeah. up. Yeah. And um, we had to finish at the same time. Exactly. I was, I was texting Brock. I said, let's go do it. We found our little live band, little corner bar, and that was it. And that's probably been the highlight of my whole weekend was catching up with you and Brock. It's been same. fantastic. No, literally. I just, I loved getting to know you that first night. And it did set up the rest of the weekend where we're like, okay, midnight, meet at the bar. And then yep. we did that the next two nights and it was so fun. Yep. So. I want to give my listeners a little bit more about the conversation that we were having. Mm -hmm. So you are a single dad. You live in the Philippines. You're a captain. You do a lot of charity work. Tell my listeners about that because also this is something I was watching the video you just posted. This is a charity I absolutely want to be involved with and will be donating to. But I would love to give you a chance to just tell everyone about what you do. I'm a yacht captain. That's my salary. Below deck came through for season one. And obviously I was thinking, how am I going to use my platform? What am I going to do? How am I going to make money and not go back to boats? Mm -hmm. I was without my daughter for 18 months because of COVID. And I obviously want to do something in the future that doesn't keep me away from her as being a yacht captain does, Mm -hmm. sometimes eight, nine months a year. So I've got to change that. We have a nice little resort that I've spent all my savings building in the Philippines we lease that out now and that allows the mother of my daughter and my daughter to be in Bali where, where they go to school. It's more creative schools there. It's better. During the building process, I was having a lot of waste issues, plastic waste issues. That's obviously close to my heart because I work on the water. Mm-hmm. I was wondering how I can turn that into a building product. I've actually found, I found a company in America. It didn't really work out. Then I found a foundation in Indonesia called Classroom of Hope. It started in Cambodia 10 years ago, and now they are affiliated with a building block solutions made out of all recycled plastic, which is a huge problem in Indonesia Mm -hmm. and in Philippines. So in 2018, 100 schools got knocked down because of earthquakes. These, uh, this foundation is rebuilding those schools. School, they started rebuilding them normally, but during that, they've actually found this product and they've built 20 schools to date. That's amazing. They're earthquake proof. They're fully sustainable. They can go up, they can actually be built in six weeks, a five bedroom school and going out to these places and watching these kids, they don't want to be in a concrete one. They know they've seen the damage. They've seen the destruction. They've mm-hmm. seen the hurt of being in a school. And this gives them a safe environment and a sustainable environment. And this foundation also is trying to change the mindset of the, the girls in schools. You know, at 13, 14, 15, the future of some of these girls are, get pregnant very soon, mm-hmm. work in the farms, and your education's useless. So they're actually trying to extend that mindset to, hey, you can be educated. There is other things to do. So this foundation is not only operational, it's actually, it's functional and it's been set up and it's running well. It's got some good things behind it. They're doing a 300 children's orphanage in South Africa soon. I think that's on the cards. They're going to be in Thailand. It's not just a little flaky foundation that yeah. nothing's going to come out of it. It's happening. It's been, these, these schools are being developed mm-hmm. and I'm going to be part of it. Yeah. And that's so incredible that just when we started talking about that, I've been speaking with my business manager and just saying how I want to get more involved with more charities, not just the big St. Jude's ASPCA. I'm like, I need to find one that I am passionate about that I can put money into and put work into because this is something I've always wanted to do. I try to give back as much as I can with doing this show, whether it's even just doing this podcast and talking about my own mental health journey and just things in any way that I can help people know they're not alone. But I literally this year was like, I need to do more. I'm not doing enough. And right when we started talking at the after party, I was like, we we need to keep this conversation yeah. going. Like I just, I saw the passion that you had behind it, which just mm. really made me want to be a part of it as well. So look at the full circle event of this foundation. Um, they're taking the consumer aspect of it. Mm-hmm. of the plastic, of the bottles. Then they're taking the recycling aspect of it. Then they're putting it into education. Yeah. You know, and it's just a, it's just a round circle. It's, yeah. actually, it's a full circle. And it's teaching those children about consumer, about recycle, mm-hmm. about education. And it just keeps going around in a circle. Yeah. It's a nonstop. It's, it's honestly, it is a vortex of what I think is when 
you look at other foundations and I don't want to put any foundation down, but you never know really where it goes. Totally. You never know what the end goal is. Yeah. This hasn't got an end goal. Mm -hmm. It just keeps going around in a circle. Yeah. Consumer, awareness, sustainability, education, children. Yeah. So. No, I love that. Anything with kids, you know, especially just when you do become a parent, it's, it's just so different. And, you know, I am so blessed to be able to do what I do and I just want to give back more and helping kids is just, it's huge for me. So me too, me too. We, um, on our panel in Bravo with some of the captains and a lot of questions are, what's your favorite cruising destination? Mm -hmm. And and everyone has their favorite cruising destination from a captain's point of view. And right. And mine is more, not just what's visually aspect, Mm -hmm. you know, it's more, it's more actually how engaging with the the villagers or the, or the people. And I spent, I took a huge pay cut about 10 years ago to get away from the Mediterranean, mm-hmm. cruising very large yachts, to focus in remote areas in Papua New Guinea and Indonesia. Mm-hmm. I've had some great opportunities to use rich people's money and give back to um, schools and, and hospitals in these areas, mm-hmm. set up solar power panels, bring in water tanks, pipe work. And when we're on our downtime, we've been working. Yeah, I've had 150 people on the back of our boat in dugout canoes, children, watching Moana at night on a big screen Aww. with a big white sheet. Yeah. You imagine these kids have never seen a TV. Right. And here they are watching Moana. Wow. Like, and, and not only that, I've, that's, you know, that that's the opportunity I've had over the last 10 years. So is to interact with these children. Yeah. And see how much, they're, 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 you might think it's poverty, but they're actually living in the, their, their real world. Right. And, and, and that's real to them. Yeah. And, you know, a t-shirt goes a long way. Totally. Um, a pair of shorts goes a long way. And some of them don't have access to education at all. Yeah. So, you know, I think we can do our part. Yeah. You know, what we believe in is the oceans have no borders, mm-hmm. you know. Plas- yeah. Plastic moves around, rubbish moves around. It hasn't got any borders. So what you put in the ocean over here ends up over there. Right. And predominantly it always ends up in very undeveloped areas. Yeah. You know, so they're getting all the waste Definitely. that we're actually just pumping out. Yeah. Well, I just think it's incredible what you do. You were my rose of BravoCon as well. And yeah, I'm just so glad that we got to continue the chat wherever it was that it happened. Yeah, (laughs) totally. So we're going to take a quick little break and then we'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, we got the holidays coming up, right? And one thing we do with the holidays is spend money. But wouldn't you feel better if while you're spending money, you're also earning cash back? Because with Rakuten, it's literally the most rewarding way to shop and save. You are earning cash back on everything you buy. There are so many stores that you guys can choose from. There's department stores like Macy's, Bloomingdale's, also places like Walmart. If you're looking for shoes, we got Adidas and Zappos. You want some little booze, you got wine.com. 
Chewy for the pets. I mean, the list goes on and on. They have over 4,200 stores across every category. So there's beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets. I mean, you name it, they've got it. So this is something that I highly recommend for the holiday season. Spend money, earn it back, Rakuten. It's the smartest way to save when you shop because you can stack holiday sales also on top of the cash back to maximize your savings. You can shop through Rakuten for literally everyone on your gift list this holiday season. Membership is free. It's easy to sign up. So you can all start all of your shopping trips at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. So I love getting new clothes for Summer Moon's wardrobe all of the time. And she's always growing. So it's like her wardrobe constantly needs to be updated. Recently, I went and got so many cute things on Quince. They have so many luxury essentials at prices within reach. They create timeless classics that never go out of style. So you're going to have them in your closet forever if you're an adult or if you're like Little Miss Summer Moon, you are going to definitely want to pass them down to generations because the fabric, the softness, I mean, they have Mongolian cashmere sweaters from like $50, washable silk tops and dresses, flattering pants. I mean, putting together any outfit just becomes that much easier. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince only works with factories that are safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which I absolutely love, especially when I'm dressed in Little Miss Summer Moon. I know that they have partnered directly with the top factories and cut out the cost of the middleman, which passes on the savings to us. So y'all can get affordable luxury with Quince. Go to quince.com slash honey for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash honey to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash honey. All right. So I don't know how much you guys get to talk about your background of how you got into yachting and being a captain and all of that on the show, but... How did this come about? Because I know one of the things we were talking about, too, you were saying like you and Brock have, I think it's just maybe an Australian thing where you work a lot of odd jobs and mm. the trades and do all of that. But how did you get into being a captain? Yeah, I think Brock's a bit of a hustler. Yeah. You can see that. He's, Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I did a few trades. I was a mechanic and a plumber mm -hmm. and then started, I played professional football. I was asked to play many years and I never did. I never took it up. It wasn't a passion of mine. Mm -hmm. I played, but locally and got paid enough to do that. Yeah. But never to the highest level. Then I took a, a job playing in England, but I stopped in South America and got lost for a year. And fine, by the time I got to England, um, I was a little bit late for the contract on football that I was supposed to play. Very much like Brock coming over mm -hmm. here to play as well. So then I met a gentleman that started working on boats. I went back to Australia. I came to meet him. I come to meet my friend that I met in New England and whilst finding, while finding him and talking to him, I found a job on a boat as a second engineer or an engineer's assistant. And that boat was all the crew off the Wolf of Wall Street, the movie, The Wolf of Wall yeah. Street. Yeah. Okay. So that was the captain and everyone off that. So uh -huh. they, they had a big story to tell. So that was yeah. quite fun. So then I did a Caribbean season and this is a funny thing. I came back and I was, um, I got an engineer's job very quickly with very little experience. I was on the boat for about two years and then it was for sale and they were a Mexican family. And I was only 28 and not very experienced at all. And the boat didn't sell. So I was looking after the boat. They said, we want to go to the Mediterranean. The boat's not selling. I said, well, I'll find you a captain and crew. And they said, we want you to drive. I said, I don't know how to drive. <laughs> and it was a 110 foot boat. Oh, wow. They're like, learn. I went, really? Yeah. It's like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So yeah. that was... I was 28 years old, learning how to drive a huge boat around the Mediterranean, not knowing what I was doing at all. Wow. And I had to train myself for quite, quite uh -huh. some time. So I kind of know, I look at it from a different aspect. There was a lot of times when I didn't have that growing up as a crew member mm -hmm. experience. So that's probably why I'm a little bit more 
friends with the crew yeah. at, at where I am now because it's part of my life. Totally. Um, you know, for two decades, two and a half decades now, I've been a captain. So the people in my life, mainly my friends, are my old crew mm-hmm. because that's where my life's been. Yeah. I love that. Who would you say you're closest with out of your crew? On below deck, definitely Aisha. Yeah. Yeah, we get I love well. her. Yeah, we're, we're yin and yang. We go together quite well. Yeah. Yeah, Serena too, the chef on the, the season two, which mm-hmm. um, she just says it how it is and she's got a great heart. So they're all really good. I I, I do enjoy um, who I've worked with. Yeah. And you all live in such different parts of the world, but then come together for, you know, the charters and whatnot. Yep. How did you end up settling down in the Philippines? I've always wanted to have a retreat, a health retreat. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to do um, a, or just a space that people can use mm-hmm. um, and come and, and stay, which will probably be my next venture. I'm mm-hmm. um, getting right into my health at the moment. Look, I looked at Cambodia, I looked at Vietnam. Then I went back to the boat that I was on, which was a huge one. And uh, I had about five, six Filipinos on there. I'm like, mm-hmm. have you seen, been to Philippines? Went, no. So they said, you've got to go. And I went and I fell in love with it straight away. Mm-hmm. And I um, had a little child not long after that. And I just wanted to mimic a yacht, you know, and I didn't want a big resort. I just wanted like a five bedroom resort yeah. and just get off, get off the water. Because the, the life of being a captain is great. But when you have a family, you go, oh, shit. Yeah. I've got to be at home. I, I, I can't home. imagine yeah. being gone for such long stretches of time. Well, the, the, the basic contract for a captain is 32 days leave a year yeah. for most crew members. So imagine um, being away for, you know, nine, 10 months, 11 months a year. No, I can't. The longest I've still to this day been away from summer was BravoCon last year, and that was like four full days and nights. And then we have Australia coming up at the end of this year, which will be six. And that I'm already freaking out about. My mom's like, she'll be fine. She's, you know, with her grandparents. She's happy. But I'm like, oh my God, six days. So I can't imagine months. Oh, it's terrible. That's why I had to make a change. I wanted to make a change. I wanted to know, you know, in a few years or 10 years, I can be on land mm-hmm. and um, that's coming to fruition. It's, it's happening. Well, I think the blow deck thing is, is well, we've just got season three announced. Yay. They haven't rung me up, haven't rung me up yet, <laughs> but uh, there's no oh, contract. Oh, they will be. After this weekend, you uh, are the hottest thing on Bravo, so. Well, it takes a few seasons, doesn't it? Like, yeah. You, you know, like when, when I did season one and season two, things weren't that attractive at all. Uh, in, in regards to money. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I didn't see my daughter for 18 months because of COVID. <sighs> Can't even imagine. So I have been, that's, so 2000 and whatever it was um, till now, we've only done two seasons. Mm-hmm. And um, I hadn't, I've just decided to spend all my savings, take what I get from below deck and just be with my daughter. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing for two years. And in between that, I'm doing these foundations and trying to look forward. So now for the announcement of season three to go off, I think I can get my head above water again Yeah, and get back in front and um, I'll have a good path and good direction. Yeah, definitely. Outside of below deck, do you yacht at all? Do you do like vacations with your daughter or how often do you get out on the sea with her? Yeah, I just introduced her to a first scuba dive. Yeah. Oh, I know you were just saying you're going to go free diving soon. Yeah, I'm going to go back to Philippines now and um, go go hard for for a month on free diving. Wow. That's my that's my uh, get healthy, get into it. Uh-huh. Um, I do that couple couple of times a year. Okay. But just put everything aside and just go deep. That sounds terrifying. It's fun when you, it's just, it's very mental. Yeah. You know, I do a lot of ice baths, a lot of breath works and these other aspects of my life, which I'm going to start putting on YouTube and, and show. And um, it's, yeah, free diving is def- definitely a mental. Mm-hmm. you got to overcome something to get down there that quick. Oh, yeah. No, that's my biggest fear is being underwater. So <laughs> I can do the ice bath, the breath yeah. work. That is right up my alley. But um, Well, she loved it. She, we, we took her out for a first dive. And it's called a bubble dive um, where they, she can't go too deep. Uh-huh. And then the week before that, I took her to see whale sharks. Oh, nice. And she was asking me to d- dive down and get plastic that she was seeing. She wasn't even focusing on the whales, sharks, Aww. which are huge giants in the sea. Yeah. She goes, go down and get plastic. So I was pulling the plastic out and I'm like, my little girl's kind of got her own thing going on here. Yeah. 
And then when she was diving, she was telling the instructor, she, I want to go up, I want to go up. So she'd go up and then, you can't go near the coral. If you touch the coral, and she knew the name of the coral, and she's nine years old because she'd been learning it in school. Yeah. So I was quite pleased and chuffed that my little nine-year-old has got this hidden kind of ocean awareness thing that I'm not throwing down her throat, but Mm -hmm. she's learning at school. That's incredible. I love that. Okay, one more quick little break, and we'll be right back. So Captain was just talking about his daughter, which obviously makes me think of my daughter. And one of the things we love to do together, which I've talked to you about on this podcast before, I've posted about it on Instagram, and that is KiwiCo. So just recently, Summer got her new koala crate, and we had so much fun with it. So as someone who hasn't been crafty in a very long time, I'm telling you, these crafts are so fun and easy for the parents and kids to do together, and it doesn't require that much work on the parental side. It's all about the kids learning and it's great. So this one that we just got was a felt butterfly that had these little things that we stuck on it. She got to decorate it however she wanted to, had the googly eyes. We made this little sound maker, had these little fuzzy balls and all of this. If you guys are watching on YouTube right now, I'm going to pop up those videos. I love that Kiwi Co. has so many fun hands-on projects. They just inspire lifelong learning. They make things fun. They spark creative confidence, just experimenting, all tested and approved by kids and no crate leaves without approval from their toughest critics. And that is the kids. The day the KiwiCo box arrives, I'm telling you, is going to be your kid's favorite day of the month. Summer loves when she gets her new presents from KiwiCo because she knows it's time for her and dad or her and mom to get a little creative and make something fun. So y'all can discover hands-on fun with KiwiCo and get your first month free on any crate line at KiwiCo.com slash honey. That's your first month free at K-I-W-I-C-O.com slash honey. Before you joined this show, did you watch any of the Below Deck shows? Yeah, definitely. Uh, we used to filter it in every now and again okay. over, over the period of 10 years. But yeah. But secretly, not tell anyone. Yeah, a lot of people were against it for for quite some time in our industry. But then it actually it rose and got out got out of that stigma. Yeah. So I do watch a lot of it, a bit of it, and then leading up to knowing that I was in it. Yeah. I binged hard. Gotcha. Yeah. What was that process like for you joining this show? How did this all come about? I got an email from a friend of mine, and and. It was, it just said, it was like two o'clock in the morning. I answered the email. I answered the email and it was two o'clock in the morning. I remember looking at it and just, and I wrote back to him in um, about three or four words, very Australian. I won't tell you what I wrote because it was below deck. And, um, <laughs> and um, I looked at it in the morning and it had NBC and a few other people in it. And I'm like, oh, no, okay, this is serious. <laughs> And I think because of what I wrote back, they're like, we're going to talk to this guy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a first Zoom set up and um, I just really enjoyed the production team mm-hmm. and the behind the team, uh, the behind the scenes team on Below Deck are pretty cool, pretty great. Their logistics, everything they do is very similar to, well, very difficult and very similar. They all work away from home. Uh-huh. You know, they're trying to bring something creative, which right. we do as yachts. You know, we're, we're not the Navy. We're actually kind of just entertainment, you know, we're on yachts. That's what we do. I'm more like a concierge driving a big bus. Yeah. That's how I look at myself. <laughs> You know, I'm not, I'm not driving a Navy ship or anything. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be that strict. We have to have a good environment, fun environment, a safe environment. But other than that, let's just enjoy ourselves yeah. and live, live life. Totally. How much time do you have before the charter starts to kind of get to know your crew? Is it just like that day and here we go? hours usually. Oh, wow. Hours. I know, I know. It's insane. They do, they do familiar, before they come on, they've done individual familiarization about mm-hmm. the boat. So they've done their safety bit. Mm-hmm. But as a crew, they only get about 24 hours until... The food comes, and then the guest comes, come, and then we're on. And then it's six weeks later. Right. And it's like we're exhausted. And how much downtime do you get in between charters? Is it just like a night off, and then you clean yeah. the boat, and then it's just back at it? That's it. So it's three-day. A whole season yachting charter season would go for about five months, okay. four months. You might do, might do eight charters. Okay. You can do more, but eight charters is a lot. We do nine yeah. charters in six weeks. Wow. They're only three-day charters. They're not a week charters or 10-day okay. charters, but but it's just back-to-back. So we do three days, then they go out, 
they get on it. Yeah. Come back, clean the boat the next day, get the food, and then the guests come the next day. And yeah. it just keeps rolling and rolling and rolling. And they get one day off halfway between the six weeks yeah. for the dark day. And then um, they're back into it again. Yeah. That was one of the things I loved. I felt like I hung out with so many of the below deck crew f- between all of the franchises this weekend and just talking to them, but being like, oh my God, that one night I went out. And the, I'm like, but that's the fun aspect of y'all's show too, is when you get to see them, you know, at work and being professional, but then you get to see the other side and they have fun. And then there's a little showmance and then there's the drama. And it's just, yeah. it is such a great concept. I see why it now has just franchised into so many because it's an idea that just absolutely works and is so entertaining. So I am going to be adding Down Under <laughs> to my list. I was like a diehard med fan. I watched every season of that. Yep. And then my girl Hannah got let go. I'll and see. so I, yes, I hadn't watched the, there was like two seasons maybe I missed, but then I watched the last one again. I met Malia this weekend. I just adore her. It was nice to not just know her from the show, but then get to know her in person. And That's good. Aisha, like you said, she's great. So yeah, Malia's, Malia's done well in, yeah. in, in rising up through the ranks and, and going back and doing a certificate and still working as yeah. well. So um, she's, she's covering a lot of bases there. Yeah, personally. totally. She's doing well. I saw something. I don't remember where it was this weekend. Something, there was like a budgie smuggler incident. Mm. Was that you wearing them outside of filming? Did you wear them on the show? Or what was it that I saw? Because it was for the only time not Brock and a budgie smuggler. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, look, I I kept a lot of flack from that, especially from the other (laughs) captains um, in our franchises. But uh, look, I... Aisha really pushed me into it. The guests really wanted to, uh, to be served in the budgie smugglers, which okay. are just a small speedo briefs, right. that, uh, a very Australian term for it. Budgies are a bird, which is a little bird. Yep. So they kind of, they budgie smugglers. Uh-huh. I don't know if you get that. Well, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, <laughs> no, we've had several interactions with budgie smugglers the last few seasons of Vanderpump Rules oh, really? since Brock has been a part of it. He <laughs> got all of the guys at his birthday party in one. Oh, like he nice. literally brought like 20 and had every guy get in one for his Bucks party. He had budgie smugglers for everyone with his face in full drag on them. Absolutely terrifying. He looked like the bartender from Shrek. But I just remember seeing something this week and I was like, there was something that happened with budgie smugglers. What was it? But I felt like there was a positive reception of that. So maybe you should add them to your wardrobe. I don't think so. I'm not sure about that. (laughs) I am. Look, a lot of people say in season one that I'm too friendly with the crew and Mm. um, that's who I am. And season two, I'm not, I didn't change. I'm still who I am. Mm -hmm. And I am friendly with the crew because they are my friends. And actually sometimes that has proven to be a winner because it's, I'm understanding them more. I'm I'm very more, I'm I'm more empathetic to what's going on. I'm not just this, as I said, we're not in the Navy. This is a entertainment industry we're in. Mm -hmm. And the same thing, it's all about the tips. We want to make as much money as we can. And if the primary wants to see the captain in some budgie smugglers, Got to do what you got to do. And and everyone's going to get an extra, you know, an extra wedge for it. I'm going to do it. Well, you sound like a team player to me. Oh, let's have fun, you know. Who cares? (laughs) Like, like, you die die one day. Let's just enjoy it. Absolutely. sit back up in my my, um, loft on the boat on the bridge and think that I'm too good for everyone else. Just get down there and enjoy it. Well, I love that. Get down under. I would love to see a below deck sort of crossover. We have... Ultimate Girls Trip, Winter House. I feel like the network is starting to do more shows like that. But I think it would be so fun to have, you know, like the Vanderpump and whatever other show do a charter. Totally. There's, there's definitely, well, we've seen, we've, as you said, it. we've seen it in Winter House yeah. develop. Yeah. Because um, the Yachties aren't going to let the team down there. Right. And, and even uh, Ultimate Girls Trip, I'm like, it doesn't have to be Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. It could just be an Ultimate Girls Trip. It could just be an Ultimate trip. I feel like that needs to branch out into like a franchise of some sort. But ever since Below Deck has been on air and obviously been compared to Vanderpump Rules with just the service industry aspect with how our show started, I'm like, that would be so fun to cross over and just to be able to see it firsthand. I just want to manifest that. Nice. Let's manifest it. Put that out there. So I did have a couple quick fan questions that 
like I said earlier, wanted to know what you smell like. Essential oils and is there a go-to cologne that you have? I don't know. I, I only use essential oils. Okay. Yeah, I kind of put my little ones together and make up a little spray and that's it. Oh, homemade. Okay. Also, Thalia Dash wants to know if you would ever move to Canada. I just went there for the first time. I mm-hmm. had not seen my best mate for 10 years and I just went there and met his family, which I haven't met yet, mm-hmm. which um, now my daughter and her daughter are pen pals. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's great. And I bought, bought his wife to BravoCon. So, yeah, and I, I met her. She yeah, was Sarah. so sweet. I had so much fun with her. Yeah, well, I think um, Canada's my new... I want to get up there more, but I wasn't prepared. I, I didn't even take it. I took one little jumper. Yeah. <laughs> Coming from the <laughs> tropics, I was like, I, I honestly got myself a bit of a cold. Yeah. I'm all right. Were there any fans you met this weekend who really stood out to you? Fans that stood out? There's some people... Like, did anyone share a story with you or did you have moments like that? As someone who is newer in the Bravo world, but were there any just like standout moments to you this weekend? A lot of people, a lot of people really, they gave me a lot of bracelets. I was wearing about 50 I had bracelets. so many. I yeah. loved it. And all of them, most of them were for sassy, mm-hmm. you know? So a lot of people uh, come up and uh, really want to know more about Sassy. How is she? Did you get to spend time with her? When did you see her last? And I think they, the, the fans are connecting to my actual personal life yeah. in, in a positive way. I love that. In a positive way, which I like. And yeah, we had some incidents on season two last year. So they, a lot of them are actually saying how, how well we handled it mm-hmm. and, and how swiftly we handled it. So a lot of positive comments from our fans this year. Yeah, I love that. I wanted to Give a shout out to some people who I met this weekend. I had so many memorable fan moments, whether it was someone with my face on a T-shirt, the bracelet they gave me, the story they told, like the amount of times I was brought to tears this weekend. So Linda, Jacob, Chris, Gemma, Emily, Nicole, Frazier, and Mackenzie, who is the Paralympian gold medalist. I just, every moment with these people, it was like... Wow, we do something that does make a difference. And I had moments where I was like so overwhelmed with how much love I was given that it made the moments when I was getting booed about the after party was like, whatever, because there are so many people who we do have an impact on. And I just had to have that little moment to just shout out that you guys stood out to me more than anyone this weekend. And I love the I loved the moment that there was one or two moments that came when I actually recognized someone from last BravoCon. Yeah. And I was yeah, that's when when I when when my mind could recognize someone from such a big event last year and I said, I remember you from last year. And she goes, Yes, you were in we were in the VIP lounge, we were chatting and I was like I felt I felt nice about myself that I could actually remember someone, yeah. but it was good that I'm sure she would have felt great to, and, and he would have felt good that I did. I had a, a memory that was not dissolved. Yeah. Did you meet, it was on the last night when we were all kind of saying bye on the dance floor, there was a woman named Megan. She had a gold jacket on and she told me that she had just been diagnosed with cancer. And it was just like, she was like, I just found out I have cancer. And she's like, this weekend meant everything to me. She was just like, thank you so much for, she's like, you don't know how much I needed this. And I was just like, oh, to end the weekend like that and just give her a hug. And I was like, let's take a pic. And she's like, I didn't want to ask you. And I was like, no, we're getting a pic. We're getting good lighting for the pic. We're going to do this. Because it was just like, just so many people, you know, you don't always realize how much you touch until you have an event like this. And yeah. Yeah, I think, well, probably, yeah, the, the, the longest kiss I think I had this, this BravoCon, I think was an old lady. It was her birthday. So, <laughs> so she, she caught one on the lips. Yeah. I love that. But overall it was, um, such a great weekend. So awesome getting to know you. You were just an absolute gem. I want to do one thing before we wrap this up. We are doing a weekly good thing to spotlight, a little brava. And I'm going to give that to my Good as Gold Vinyls and everyone who came to meet me at the booth, bought the vinyls, and just was a part of making this such an incredible weekend for us. You know, we don't get to do what we do without the fans. So totally. 
loved it. But I will be linking your charities in the description for this podcast on the video and in the audio. And tell everyone where they can find you. Well, yeah, on Instagram, yeah. Captain J Chambers. And um starting my YouTube at the moment. Okay. But look, it's very amateurish. I've yeah. got to, I need some I'm getting some help along the way from I'm learning, but you can get me there as well. And that's gonna be my longer platform to put some good videos of what I do on there. Love that. Whether it be going out into these schools or yeah. free diving with my daughter and doing health stuff. So yeah. You'll find um yeah, YouTube and mainly Instagram. I've got TikTok, I'm not really into it at the moment. Yeah. I will get in there, but uh, at the moment. No, I love that. Starting a YouTube channel and doing this podcast have been two of the best decisions I've made since being on a show. So you will love it. And YouTube is by far the most positive platform I've ever been a part of. So I look forward to subscribing and Perfect. following along the journey. Perfect. Thank you Thanks for, for getting into these shenanigans with me. This has I been great. It. And thank you guys for watching and listening. We will be back next week with Crystal Kung Minkoff. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Yeah. Do you want it? Let me see you shake that. Do you need it? Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.